what's up, guys? You should be watching us on Twitch every Monday and Wednesday, where you can see us chat about our lives and give great life advice, or talk about football and give great fantasy football advice. So again, check out our Twitch every Monday and Wednesday at Twitch.com/slash/DrewMedia. Welcome into the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. I am JJ. You guys can follow me on Twitter at JJ Daydreamers for however much longer Twitter is around. I uh, with me, I got Keone. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody of all denominations. Oh, it is so good to be here. And yes, oh, Twitter, I, I'm going to try and tweet as much as possible for about fantasy football in the coming future so I can potentially be hired on and then get a golden parachute before Elon fires me again. So you can do that, though, in the meantime, at Daydreamer Keone. And Ryan is here. What's up, guys? Robot Rocco, Rocco, Rocco. Daydreamer. It's Robot Rocco. Robot Rocco. Is I really am down to get verified. I will pay the $8 for the blue check mark next to my name. So no. it to me, boy. Start getting my tweets off. Popping. Um. <laughs> Well, if you guys wouldn't mind, go ahead and follow, like, subscribe, whatever it's called, wherever you are listening to this, whatever platform you're using right now, go ahead and do that. Uh, and tell your friends, because we need help. We want to get verified, and we don't want to pay the $8. <laughs> so, do that. I'm willing to pay. I don't know. You're crazy. Let's get Come into on. some news. All right. Texans wide receiver Brandon Cooks returned to practice on Wednesday. Do you guys have confidence in playing him this week? Someone dropped him in the league I'm in, and I'm willing to pick him up. I wouldn't play him, but I'm willing to pick him up. I agree with Interesting. I agree with that. Pick him up. Yeah. It's not a, Put him on your not bench. a bad Yeah, exactly. You know, it's not a bad guy yeah, to have on your bench. He fit. Yeah, he, he he got his he's like, "Ah, I'm so upset. I didn't play." Great. Now it's time to be profi- professional. Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Bill's quarterback, Josh Allen, is dealing with a UCL injury. The belief is that he can manage the injury. He did not practice on Wednesday and is considered day to day. Make sure you got your backup plan in for Josh Allen. Uh, who would you guys be streaming this week? Or is there anyone that, that sticks out to you? Well, if you weren't lucky enough to get Justin Fields, hmm. um, Jimmy G might be a guy. Jared Goff hmm. versus um, Chicago. There's a league where Russell Wilson's available you know, against Tennessee. I might take the ride. I, I got Josh Allen in the league, and I and I'm happy. It, it might be a one game, might be you know at most maybe two, but. Uh, or he might play. Who knows? But I, I think he probably missed one game. <sighs> Take the ride with Russell, Tennessee, and Vegas. Next two matchups. I'm thinking about it. 
I would rather go with uh, Marcus Mariota against mm-hmm. Carolina. Yeah, really? Yeah, Russian, Russian floor. Uh, Carolina's defense is bad. They're, they're not terrible, but they're also not looking great. Uh, so, but yeah, I like I like Jimmy G and Justin Fields definitely. If you could, if he's not already picked up, that would be the number one against Detroit this week. Absolutely. I agree with that. Justin Fields and Jimmy G. I think he might have a good matchup this week. Um, but I think we'll, we'll we'll discuss that more in a little bit. Panthers running back Chuba Hubbard sounds like he will play in Thursday's Thursday night's game after missing a couple weeks. Uh, you guys staying away from Hubbard. You guys want to see it first? Or are you ready Thursdays, to go right Thursdays in? are, I don't know, Thursday nights are are weird, especially if he's going to be kind of going with um, Dante Foreman. Although, you know, we saw what Dante Foreman did last week and that wasn't that much, but I don't know. It's I'm hopefully you have somebody else you can play besides Chuba Hubbard to be like in all honesty. So I'm waiting. I wouldn't, I wouldn't start him. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Wait and see. Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott is expected to be ready to go. He was limited. He was a limited participant in Wednesday's practice. Man. <sighs> Damn. Tony Pollard. We were so close. Mm. Yeah. It's, you know, I, <laughs> say lobby. Yeah. Can you start, you start in Zeke first game back or are you just sitting both Zeke and Pollard? Do they face Green Bay this week? Or is that next week? No, they're, they're playing, playing Green Bay. Bay. I think I would have to Lambo. start... I would start Zeke. I think he's a good flex play if he plays because mm-hmm. this Packers defense is um, losing guys. I mean, they lost Rashad Gary to ACL. Their run defense is already bad before. Mm-hmm. I think Zeke could get in the end zone. Yeah, I, I agree. I think he's, you know, he's can come back and because they gave him a few weeks to to rest and you know and they did that specifically um so he's not the explosive explosive back that Pollard is but he is the touchdown slash down the down the nose kind of guy so Chargers wide receiver Keenan Allen did not practice on Wednesday you're going to have to sit him again uh, just if i had a keyboard just <laughs> slam your head into it my goodness i mean you should already be expecting this at this point and so you know it's it's par for the course but still it's just like come on already yeah i don't know cardinals quarterback kyler murray is day-to-day with a hamstring injury it doesn't sound like it's a big deal but it's quote not nothing mm. oh interesting so, um yeah, just just dealing with a hamstring injury that could limit Kyler. We've seen him get banged up almost every year in the second half of the year, where he's dealing with something where around this time. Yeah, he can't scramble as good, and it it really affects his play. Isn't that a isn't that new Call of Duty game coming out or something <laughs> like? That? So I don't know it's about to be a double XP weekend coming up. <laughs> Amazing. And Colts running back Jonathan Taylor was a limited participant in practice on Wednesday. Oh, man. Deion Jackson didn't practice. 
Jonathan Taylor Limited. You guys think they might? I mean, I I get the feeling that they might shut him down for the season. I mean, if they're thinking if about they the future, do, like they, they they might as well because this the the moves they've made make it seem like they're preparing for years to come, or not this year, other years. I I think that they actually might play Taylor. They lose, they might shut him down. So you got, got re injured. Because you can't, if you're going to have this big confer- uh, press conference and all this stuff, I think you try to have to win your first game. Like, you can't, you got to go all out. I mean, right. you can't say you're the most winningest quartile and that you're the top <laughs> quartile of it and all this other shit, and then lose the Raiders who are struggling as well. All right, that'll do it for the news. Let's get into some start sick questions. You've got questions. We've got answers. So if you guys have any start sick questions, you guys can DM us on Instagram or Twitter at FF Daydreamers. Follow us there. DMs are always open. We're, we're here to help you guys win your championships. So here's some questions we got this week. Deontay Johnson versus the New Orleans Saints or Antonio Gibson at the Philadelphia Eagles? Antonio uh, Gibson at Philadelphia. Okay. Why? why? Just what, was, what is your reasoning? I, show you, show I, your work. I just think he's better. I think he'll, well, Eagles kind of struggle against running backs. I mean, we allow a lot of runs. You saw it with Damian mm-hmm. Pierce last week. You've seen it with Swift and Williams week one. It's been a trend. Gibson, good pass catcher. Still Heineke back there. I think the Eagles dominate, but Gibson's going to have to get, I think, four to five you know, targets and see what he does. JJ said all this stuff about Deontay Johnson. I can't pick Deontay Johnson. I know he did. I know, like the like, like I don't want to choose either of these guys though. But I'm not sure how many targets you know Antonio Gibson is going to get. He's not really like Deontay Johnson is still a target guy. So even if he's not great and he doesn't get a lot of yards in PPR, those a catch is a point. So. I'm yeah. I th- I think I'm gonna go with Johnson just because he might get more looks and targets, like touches of the ball. Well, not necessarily touches of the ball, but like he might his receptions in PPR might put him ahead of the amount of yards that Antonio Gibson is getting, and whether he may or may not get thrown the ball. I know Deontay yeah, Johnson last will be thrown the ball. In the last three games, he has 14 targets and 28 um, carries. So that's good. Yeah, I think he's better than Johnson. Yeah. Okay. I go with Antonio Gibson uh, as well. I mean, you're right, Keone. and I think in half PPR, not, not full PPR. So maybe that's makes a little bit of a difference, but mm, Johnson's yeah. only had five receptions in the last four games. Uh, that's his total. 
And he's also hit 60 yards once, 42 yards, 35 yards, 28 yards. He's he's not getting any yards as of late. Uh, Do you think he'll get more targets now that Claypool is gone? Do you think him and Pickens, now that he's got, like gone, do you think I him don't and think Pickens so because get- he's still seeing nine, almost nine targets a game. Okay. Um. So I do hope you guys win. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. But I, I got to go. Antonio Gibson here. He's he's not looked terrible. We've never really thought he looked terrible. He just doesn't get the workload that we've always wanted. We want him to be used as a pass catcher. JD McKissick banged up. I think that that helps Antonio Gibson get a few more receptions out there, or at least a few more targets. And playing from behind, I think that'll get him a few more targets as well. And so I lean Antonio Gibson here. All right, next question. Trevor Lawrence T Law at Kansas City or Jimmy G versus the Chargers, the, the streamer we talked about. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Jimmy G. Um, he's been pretty consistent as of late with four games in a row with at least two passing touchdowns. Um, three of those were over 250 yards. Uh, I think CMC can help add yards after the catch for sure to any quarterback. So if he just dumps the ball off to, to CMC, like that's going to be, you know, potentially, you know, 40 yards on a single play, you know, cause CMC is just that good. Um, and Jimmy G will reap the benefits and I don't see why they wouldn't necessarily do that. Um, I mean, it's not like they're going to do that every play, but I can see them doing that for a good amount of a good handful of, of plays throughout the game. Lawrence does have a better matchup, um, but he's kind of been up and down this season. Um, and Jimmy G is coming off the bye versus the chargers defense that is banged up and has not been great. So they have, too many good weapons to not do well, I don't think. So I'm going to go with Jimmy G. I'm calling the upset special. Trevor Lawrence is going to go inside Kansas City and beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs' Chris night is the AFC South. They lost to the Colts. They, bar- they barely beat the Titans, and they're going to lose to the Jags. Trevor Lawrence is throwing three touchdowns. Give me Trevor Lawrence. That is wild. Dang. Trevor Lawrence almost never throws three touchdowns. That's, uh, he's done it once. That's why I'm making it bold, baby. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's Trevor you guys Lawrence. A hot is just take. So, I thought I'm hot. He's just so up and down. Like sometimes he's throwing the ball 22 times a game. Other times he's throwing it 47 times a game. Um, he's he's really been up and down this season. Uh, I gotta go, Jimmy G here. Jimmy Doug, Gorgeous. Uh, Doug Peterson versus <laughs> Doug Peterson versus Andy Reid. I know, I know. I like. I don't. I don't hate Trevor Lawrence in the matchup. I think that they're going to have to be throwing the ball uh, to stick with this Kansas City offense. Obviously, I just don't think that uh, the Jaguars' offense is good enough to actually stick with the Kansas City offense. So. All right. Next question. Amari Cooper at Miami or DJ Moore versus Atlanta? This is the easiest one because we all know the answer. Amari Cooper only performs at home. It's been a fact. (laughs) He 
can't go on the road and perform. This is CJ Moore versus Atlanta. Revenge game for the penalty getting taken off. Or for his helmet getting taken off, whatever <laughs> it was. <laughs> Even though he had an opportunity last week and he didn't. But I agree with you. I think DJ Moore, the matchup is too good. Um, it, Atlanta is terrible against the pass. They're 31st. Um, I think Moore has a chance to come back, you know, from a bad game. Um, Cooper has been pretty consistent and they're coming out of a bye versus a bad Miami secondary. This is really close, um, but I'm going to go. I think Moore has a little bit more upside given the matchup and a higher boom chance potentially or yeah, than Cooper this week. So I'm going to go with DJ Moore. He's been consistently bad. Amari Cooper on the road has not caught more than three passes this year. Carolina three passes, Atlanta one pass, at Baltimore three passes. It's been bad. Don't do it. <laughs> you talked me into it. I'm not starting Amari Cooper. Yeah, you guys probably saw that coming if you've listened to me ever talk about Amari Cooper before. Uh, I never want to start him. Uh, so I'll go with DJ Moore as well. Like he, he only nailed, I mean, Atlanta secondary is poor. So, all right, next question. Raheem Mostert versus Cleveland Browns or Juju Smith-Schuster versus the Jacksonville Jaguars? I think this is a hard one. This is a pretty good one because I would would play both. Mostert is in a 50-50 split. It looks like with Wilson, Juju is really coming into his own as the number two pass catcher there. I'm going to go with Juju versus Jags. I got I to gotta go with Juju as well. He's been pretty consistent the past few weeks. He's only had, and throughout the season, he's only had two games under eight targets. Um, since week six, he's finished as the wide receiver seven, four, then they had a bye, and then he finished as the wide receiver eight. Um, Mostert, is split, Mostert now is splitting his time behind Jeff Wilson, and Jeff Wilson immediately came in and outsnapped him. Um, so I'm going to go stay with the hot hand and that's Schuster. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think most still will be the number one there. He out snapped, uh, was under snapped by one snap, uh, last week, but to do that in, in your first week with the team for Jeff Wilson, I mean, that says a lot and the way that they've been using Raheem Mostert, uh, we all thought it couldn't last all season just with most of his history and everything. And they went and got a guy that, that could come in and actually split time with him. I go with Juju Smith-Schuster here as well. Uh, it seems to be the number one wide receiver for Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes. Pretty, pretty good one, though. All right. Last question. Kate Otten versus the Seattle Seahawks in Germany or Robert Tunyon versus the Dallas Cowboys? I uh, I wouldn't go Tunyon. I, I wouldn't touch him with a nine-foot pole. Uh, <laughs> I think the Packers are going to get dominated by the Cowboys. Real revenge game right there. I made a joke last time about Doug Pearson, but Mike McCarthy going back up to Green Bay. This is about to be a stomping of a lifetime. Uh, so Kate Auden, just by default, you could play any uh, tight end in here. You could listen JJ as <laughs> tight end now. If it, um, I agree with Ryan. I'm going to go with Kate Auden. Um, Tunyon 
they both get targets, um, but Tunyon doesn't get a lot of yards, and he's had no touchdowns since week four, um, which was his only touchdown of the season. Uh, Kate Otten also only has one touchdown, but it came in this past week. Um, and also he was behind Cameron Bray, who has been injured or been out with concussion protocol and stuff like that. Um, if this offense, this this Tampa Bay offense picks up like some people have been thinking they will do, um, he, he might be a valuable <laughs> weapon in this offense. Um, versus the tight end, the Seahawks are a, a cushy matchup. So I'm going to go with with Auden um, in this between this duo. Yeah, I agree with you guys. Um, you're looking for a touchdown. I guess either of these guys can catch a touchdown, but uh, both both streaming options. And I'm sorry that you are having to choose between these two. Uh, yeah. But I, I give it to, to Otten, a uh, higher likelihood that he scores a touchdown. So uh, that's where that's where I'll go. All right, that'll do it for our start sit questions. Let's move on to our second half studs. We are the champions, my so who is someone who is going to win people fantasy championships the second half of the season going forward? Who you guys got? Uh, for me, Ken Walker. Um the guy has been on an absolute tear since Penny got hurt. Last five games, 512 yards, averaging six yards of carry, seven touchdowns. This Seattle's offense is really getting going. He's not much of a pass catcher, but with his rushing ability, he scored a touchdown in every, like all five games. Just phenomenal. Um, he could be a guy who can definitely be an RB1. The matchup's are a little up and down. I know he goes against San Francisco, but he has some weaker matchups in there as well uh, come playoff time. I think he's an RB1 all the way. Yeah, it's one of those where it's like he kind of fell into your lap once um, Penny got injured, and you were holding on to him for dear life until the end of the season because uh, he is just tremendous, athletic, fast, you know, hard nosed um, on an offense that is doing well, so and he facilitates that. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Week, week fourteen, sorry, week fourteen through week seventeen. Carolina, San Francisco. So you don't love San Francisco week fifteen, mm-hmm. obviously, but Kansas City and then the Jets. I think those are three out of four games there where he could be over hundred yards and a touchdown easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what you need uh, in, in playoffs. Um, so I'm going to go with a guy that we, we talked about earlier this week um, as a waiver wire guy, just above that 45% threshold. Um, but, you know, we talked about him for a reason. Um, it's it's Justin Fields. Uh, bef- before we get into, you know, the present and future, we have to go back to the past and build up, you know, in weeks one through four, in that span, he never finished higher than quarterback 23, and he had an average of 105 and a half total yards with three touchdowns to four turnovers. It was off to a really bad start for Justin Fields, to say the least. But 
he has really turned the season around despite the relatively minimal talent around him and them also getting rid of pieces. Um, you know, who would have known uh, giving your quarterback what he needs would make a difference. Huh? Um, since week five, he has had over 250 total yards in each game in that same span. He has finished as the QB 12, nine, five, five, and one to be the overall QB seven on the year. Um, also since week five, he has found the end zone 11 total times to just two interceptions and has three multi touchdown games in a row with each of those having a, a rushing touchdown. He ran for a record NFL record, 178 yards in this past game as a quarterback. And while he can't maintain that forever, it's a huge flashing sign that this team is utilizing him in a way that appeals to not only his, his talent and his athletic skills, um, but they're using his gifts that he has to play the quarterback position. So moving forward, he faces the lions this week, Atlanta, then the jets. And then in an attempt to no to be free from the clutches of Aaron Rodgers, the bears face green Bay in week 13 before they're by uh, weeks 15 and 16 might be tough, but then in week 17 in your likely fantasy championships, they face Detroit. So I like a majority of those matchups coming up. I think fields um, can be a waiver wire darling that brings you into a field of dreams for fantasy. It's crazy to watch that team from the beginning of the year because it was almost like they were telling him, don't scramble, don't run, don't, just don't, just throw the ball. And then they were finally at one point were just like, fine, just do whatever you want. Do whatever. And he's like, okay, I'll just run for 170 <laughs> yards. Like, I, I yeah. could have been doing this the whole time, but you guys were holding me back kind of thing. Yes. yeah. You literally had Mike McDaniel saying, stop for the love of God. Stop, man. Just quit. your running. It's killing us. Even though Miami still won, but yeah. and he was joking, but still it's you're having coaches say to stop. And that's, that's a good sign. All right. My player is going to be Deandre Hopkins. So if you were able to hold on to Deandre Hopkins through his suspension, or if you were doing so well that you were able to say, Hey, throw in Deandre Hopkins on his suspension for me and we'll get this deal done for X trade, whatever it was. Or if you were truly, truly bet blessed, pretty much you would have to be in a league where you don't have an IR spot or suspended player can't be on an IR spot. And you know, something went wrong on some team where he had to be dropped. Uh, I'm sure it happened in a couple of leagues out there, but if that happened and you got him on waivers, Oh, that's a come up. Uh, he has been a top 20 wide receiver every week that he's played averaging over 10 targets and over eight receptions a game. He, this guy is DeAndre Hopkins. He's the top wide receiver in the league, and he has reminded us of it every single week he's played this season. Um, three games, that's all. But over that stretch, he's the wide receiver too, averaging 18.3 fantasy points a game. His schedule isn't super friendly. They play the Rams, 49ers, Chargers, Patriots, Broncos, Bucks, and the Falcons. And they still have their buy. Uh, they haven't had their buy yet. So you're going to have to put them on your bench in week 13. 
But even through Kyler Murray's injury and everything going on with the Cardinals through that schedule, DeAndre Hopkins is too talented not to be a top wide receiver at the end of this season. He's going to be fantasy relevant going forward. Uh, my last guy who I think can get you to that championship game is to be Christian Kirk. Listen, I'm in down season. First three games, 18 receptions, 267 yards, and four touchdowns. His next three games, only seven receptions, 95 yards, and a touchdown. These last three games, back up to 18 receptions, 212 yards, and a touchdown. They're finding his groove again. They're getting in the ball. These next matchups, Kansas City, then he has a bye week. But Baltimore, Detroit, Tennessee, um, people you can throw the ball against. You saw that Mahomes threw over 400 yards. Detroit's one of the worst pass defenses in the league. And Baltimore is better against the run than it is the pass. I think there's a chance where Kirk can really get you there. Um, I just like this Jags offense. I mean, it's an iffy team. They do wild stuff all the time, but they pass the ball and get it up and down the field. Was he a daydream player for you? <laughs> yes. So I've been I've been on and off this bandwagon all year long, David. <laughs> I mean that I was quiet during that three game stretch where he only had seven receptions. But I'm if this podcast is one thing, we are committed. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Respect. That's all right. Robot Rocco coming back at you. Oh, you can't see him, Robot Rocco. <laughs> or here. Ah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go a different type of player with my second guy. Still a guy who can win you championships in a way, but in a different form than a guy who's just going to straight out, straight up ball out each and every week. This is a particular um, type of player. Um, it's a guy that, you know, is not going to lose you games and is, is going to be that kind of standard floor of, you know, he's going to put in solid performances that elevates your team to where they need to be. So you don't just put up a goose egg and it's going to be Alan Lazard. I've been kind of noticing this entire season. Like he's been pretty consistent, a potential Mr. Consistent, uh, candidate but that's what you want to see on you know your championship teams those all have guys who facilitate that consistency role they're not going to boom every week necessarily they might in some weeks but they're also not going to give you you know a under five fantasy point performance and alan lazard is that guy um you know he's that team is not great in green bay but if there's one bright spot on that offense when he plays, it's Alan Lazard. You know, Aaron Rodgers has a lot of trust issues that I'm not sure if he's going to therapy for or not. If he is, great for him. But on the field, his um, security blanket is Alan Lazard. Um, you know, and blanket. kind of regard, yeah, his weighted blanket, nice and comfy, especially during these colder months. You know, it's going to be needed um, on your championship run. Um, but he's going to put up good numbers regardless of matchup. And um, since week three, he has finished as the wide receiver 33 or better in PPR leagues. Um, he's finished as the wide receiver 30, 16, 23, 13, and 32. 
Um, again, not going to ball out, not super top performances, but not bottom of the barrel either. Um, out, he was out for week eight, but in week nine, um, he was the wide receiver nine. And in five out of those seven games he's played this season, he's had a touchdown. So he finds the end zone, which is key. Um, and since week three, he's had at least six targets and is averaging eight over his last six games. Um, he can be up and down in terms of yards, but he gets the ball thrown his way. And that's what you like to see. And he'll likely find the end zone in a game. Uh, his remaining schedule is a little tough before the bye with Dallas and Philadelphia as two of those games. But after that bye, weeks 15 through 17, he faces the Rams. Miami, and then Minnesota. I like those matchups on a championship run in the fantasy playoffs. So Alan Lazard is my second, you know, stud of the second half of this season. All right. And I got, uh, well, the Jaguars have told us what they believe in. And that's Travis Etienne. They believe in Travis Etienne. So that's who I'm going with. They traded away James Robinson and have fully turned this backfield over to Etienne. Over the past five weeks, he's been the RB 22 or better every single week. But Robinson was still on the team for two of those games. So in the last three games, he's been the RB nine or better every week. A top 10 running back every week, seeing not 79 to 81% of the offensive snaps, seeing 24 touches for 135 yards, uh, averaging those numbers and has shown that he knows how to find the end zone. Uh, he's the RB 11 on the season and things are just looking up and up and up for him going forward. As long as he can stay healthy and on the field, I mean, he's not the biggest guy. I don't think he's a hobbit like uh, some other players, but maybe he's like a dwarf, a little angrier, definitely stronger than a hobbit. Uh, either way, I am following what the Jaguar- Jaguars have shown us with their actions. They're giving it to ETN. Um, and he's gonna. It's gonna lead to fantasy production. All right, that'll do it for the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening, sticking around this long. If you wouldn't mind, go ahead, like, subscribe, follow wherever you are listening to this. Tell your friends because uh, that's that's how we grow, and we would live really to grow and get a bigger audience. Uh, head over to our website, fantasydaydreamers.com. Get all of our content there, including our articles. Daydreamer.com, fantasydaydreamer.com exclusive articles coming out there. Um, YouTube, Daydreamer Media over there. Instagram and Twitter at FFDaydreamers. Same with the TikTok at FFDaydreamers. And we got our twitch.com slash Daydreamer Media where we are live Monday and Wednesday night. So come join the party over there. Follow us there. Click that notification bell so that way you guys never miss whenever we go live. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming.